Welcome to Shackles. Spirituality without the fluff. Simple questions answered simply. So we were having a random conversation in the store. <laughs> The, the the beauty of random conversations between Bob the Buddha and myself. Yeah. But a conversation came up and we thought we would just have a chat about it. Chit chat. So what's it about, Rob? Aliens. Aliens. And UFOs. Aliens and UFOs. Yes, the little... Wonderful topic. The little flying saucers and the wee green men from Mars. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in them? Oof. Right off the bat. Yeah, straight in. <laughs> straight in. No kissing. I've never exposed myself, but yes, I would say wow, that. Wow, that took a whole different way in my well, head. Well, that's you. That's, that's your fault. But yeah, I would say that there's definitely something else going on out there that we are uh, potentially being sheltered from. Okay. A little bit now, that, now we're in cons- conspiracy theories, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's so many articles and... How would you say people coming out to say that we're, you know there's something out there. Whistle, that's say. the good term. Mm-hmm. Couldn't think of the term. However, we are spiritual, mm-hmm. so we can't really. How would you say conform with conspiracies, fact or fiction? Okay. However, within the spiritual realm, there's plenty of documented evidence to show the alien astronauts in the ancient civilizations so mm. Sumer and the Arcadians and even in the Egyptians there's Mayans. hieroglyphs of all different Tons. things so I'm going to put a question out there that's going to blow this conversation way out of the water before we even start wonderful are ancient aliens are ancient gods mm. or are they our ancestors to some degree certain species potentially okay are we a mixture of some sort of extraterrestrial species or extra event or intervention mm. is there an intervention that's happening a dna intervention Ooh. see the, the, this is a conversation <laughs> that could go really really deep so let's just address this one thing at a time all right so ufos which yeah. are actually now known as uaps yes because they don't Aerial. like the Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah, okay. So it used to be the unidentified flying objects. Mm-hmm. Well, that was obvious mm-hmm. because we know that they're flying. Correct. So aerial phenomena is now the new term. Correct. However, if you take it into consideration, we have government black agencies, black uh, black projects, you know, supersonic craft, a lot mm-hmm. of these aerial phenomenon project blue book was a big one that was yeah well you know then you had the s the sr 71 blackbird you had Mm -hmm. the what was it the s117a stealth bomber all with advanced technologies yeah this is where this gets me okay? okay and this is where i become intrigued in this little area of thought process if we go to the roswell instance the most famous of all alien crafts right mm-hmm. or craft uh, crashes I crash say. crafts yes where the the original conspiracy started in my opinion to arise from mm-hmm. and nobody can disprove or prove based on today's evidence that has been released from all these government agencies through the freedom of speech act whether it's actually real or fake mm-hmm. however the scientific 
the quantifiable scientific advancements that happened after that crash is unbelievable. We yeah. got acrylic, we got microwaves, we got chips, we got all this stuff that we never really had to such a great degree before. Good point. Suddenly started to arise afterwards. So, that, you know, we're into the story of the engineering back or back engineering of alien mm -hmm. technology. Reverse engineering. So define alien. Because there is certain... I was, that's a good point. How do we define the term alien? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we could be de defined as alien, but there's things on Earth that we define as alien. Something that is not commonly known to us. It's alien. Yeah. By definition, that would say that it's alien to our mindset. Yeah. But what, you know, when we talk about <clears throat> extraterrestrials and UFOs and aliens, we are referring to non-Terrans. I assume, I assume, yes? Non-Terrans. -ter Non-terrestrial. No, yes, non-Terrans. Okay, yeah, we we, live, in the, we live in the here. planet of Earth, which is known as Terra. Correct. But how do you know they're not from here? Because in That's ancient, the other thing, right? In ancient philosophies and ancient uh, stories, if you look at the ancient stories of Atlantis and Lemuria and all these old Arcadian and Sumerian texts, mm -hmm. you'll actually see that they came from the Earth, but they were just inside it. And That's then, another theory. And then they inside. returned to the Earth mm -hmm. after some sort of cataclysmic event, mm -hmm. which, if you study certain aspects of geology, there is proof and evidence of the flood and mm -hmm. multiple mm -hmm. floods and high radiation impacts. That was supposedly, if you read from Sumerian texts, says that there was a nuclear war against mm -hmm. two different variations of combating non-solar system solar system. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it took place on Mars. They found radiation on Mars. That was another one of the theories. Um, there's so much. There's so much to cover on that. But I've heard I've heard the theories of interdimensional beings, mm -hmm. which is another one where there's Doctor Stephen are, Greer does a really good one on that. The CE five product protocols. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's the cloaking devices that they say some of these greys use. Um, a lot of these like paranormal. That's a Syrian, Syrian greys you're on about? Yeah. yeah. So are cryptids aliens or are they a human experiment? That's a random tangent. And this is what I this mean, conversation is going to be. It's all going to be random. random. Very random. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say cryptoids are necessarily alien. They might be, they could, like it's, that's such a vast term in and of itself. But the cryptoids, too. if we're using the term alien. Cryptoids could be beings or creatures that live on earth that we haven't classified or can't technically disclose due to their nature okay they might be you know they might have specific abilities or do specific things that if the public knew about there would be an uprise or there would be panic about it but why why do we all automatically assume that the masses are going to panic that's that's the thing when it comes to any because of these conspiracy people, style but, theories but here's the thing is when you talk about the masses, you have to consider the fact that a lot of people have families. And number one thing most of the time is to keep your family safe. Okay. That's that's always the the mission of a family or a parent. And that's what the government says as well, is it's always about safety. But if, so if, 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 they're pumping, into, if, if the governments are pumping <coughs> tens of millions and hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in some cases into national defense and mm -hmm. into... The armies to keep their their people safe. Why why would we have to worry about that? It's not about keeping us safe. If we 
pay good taxpayers' money to arm and weaponize our, you know, country's army to protect mm-hmm. us. That's their job, no? Yeah, but maybe it's it's also when these occurrences do happen, it's it's not enough. There's not enough cases of it to happen for them to to come out and say, hey, there's these creatures that are around us that we don't really know too much about and can't really do much about them. But it's but been they're like here. After- 30 40 50 years yeah there's tens of thousands of videos there's tens of thousands of photographs mm-hmm. on all variations not just of on within the earthland realm but you know if we're going up into extraterrestrial alien variances yeah but there's been so much documentation to prove it mm-hmm. and very little to disprove it i mean that's that's another part is a lot of people like you can see the videos, but sometimes there's always going to be that skepticism. Is has this been edited? Is it digital, you know, altering? It, mm-hmm. There's there's those factors that you have to keep in mind too, because that's a great way to to disregard the videos. Yeah, but is uh, fake uh, if you if you take government spinning, by okay. definition, like there is what's called spin doctors. It's their job to to alter ma- a story, to alter the story, or make the story so uncredible. Yeah, that. People lose interest in it. Yeah. However, because it, you don't know what's real and what's not, and that's, that's yeah. But exactly it's, it's at, at what point do we stop accepting what's uh, being told to us and believing what's in our own eyes? If we look in a spiritual thing, we're talked, we're told to follow our intuition, follow our gut, um, believe what we see with our own eyes. Mm-hmm. So, interpretive ways. If you see or have had an event, or uh, how would you say? A visitation in any way or you've mm-hmm. seen a craft who is any person else to disprove that do you see my point yes. you know there's 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 a difference between I've been the devil's advocate oh sweet all yeah, right like i'm good at this too sometimes so because i know exactly what you mean like i've had some weird experiences myself but when it comes to proving and disproving there's always to disprove something you can say you know it's a trick of the mind or it could be could be explained scientifically um, yeah like a broken weather balloon absolutely that's what they used in Roswell but mm. that's the funny thing about Roswell was they switched that story exactly because the they day. first mentioned it was UFO and then do you know there was more than one Roswell that. I haven't heard that there was actually two or three crashes in around that time but there was only why. one that was documented I've seen videos of like some of the bodies that they took out and some oh. weird stuff out there, man. Mm. It's pretty cool. <laughs> but but yeah, it is cool. But that's the thing, though, is obviously there's, you know, the U.S. just disclosed, you know, some of their videos that they had on on a uh, aerial phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. So they just started disclosing some of the files. That but they the thing is, right, here, here's the thing, right? There's been certain people who have been how would you say lobbying is a good word for full alien disclosure whether it's truth or you know fact or fiction okay so dr stephen greer and a whole lot of the stuff that he done billy carson's another one Mm -hmm. um all phenomenal uh speakers in their own rights with both have very scientific backgrounds like dr stephen greer was a clinical doctor so it's not like this stuff is you know coming from people with silver hats on yeah you know these are credible sources yeah but the one thing that uh, i I, 
I don't understand and where this conversation keeps arising with me is if there is so much data out there and as you say the US government um, released a few files mm-hmm. uh, video files of interceptors you know tracking the, this UAP over um, I think it was the Gulf of Mexico I'm not sure but they were tracking it and they have all this black box data and yeah. video evidence and thermal imaging and all that stuff they have all of it they're well, releasing the it. They're releasing it in bits and pieces, it's, and I get that. It's like it's like a trickling effect. Yeah. Let's just make sure that we get them sort of, you know, used to the fact that these things may occur. Mm-hmm. But look when they done it. Mm-hmm. They released these things, at, you know, the, the, the start of a pandemic when yeah. people were so focused on that, and and that's by definition what I say is what's called a false release, where they release it in such a way that you're not really paying attention exactly. to it. Exactly. And that's probably the thing is they're not. They're not saying they aren't out there. They're releasing things, but they're not broadcasting it to the public that, hey, these things are out there. It's more so if you're looking for it, you can find it. Yeah, but the, the other aspect of that is if these are out there and they do have this technology that could change our, you know, our Earth and the way that we do things, the way that we power things. Yeah, but the issue with that is that they can change us in the process, which could already be happening, right? Like the thing with intervention is... One, one quote that I really liked, it was from Neil deGrasse Tyson, astrophysicist. He talks about the difference between humans and chimpanzees. Okay, our intelligence, if there's a scale that they use on intelligence, mm-hmm. chimpanzees are 1% less intelligent than us. And when you look at the difference between a chimpanzee and a human, there's a pretty big difference. Yes, there's some key emotional factors and and things that we have in common but when it comes to building infrastructure mathematics calculations all these things we're capable of far more than a chimpanzee and that's one percent so if you had any sort of alien species that was one percent more intelligent than us mm-hmm. we're like monkeys to them exactly so why would they intervene with us if they're kind of they if anything they would be observing us or they would be targeted. But there's been documentation to say that they've been observing us through for generations. Absolutely. However, just to sort of devil's advocate that statement of the one percent of the monkeys. Mm-hmm. Monkeys are extremely adapted in their facility or in their environment. Yes. We are extremely adapted in our environment, and where monkeys and humans are very diverse and how they have evolved to suit specific climates, specific things. Mm-hmm. So to to, well, we to quantify to intelligence to based on our ability to logically analyze mathematics, I don't believe shouldn't be taken into consideration when we look at an external force as a comparison to ours. The fact that they have, if, if, if right, I'm playing if and here, mm-hmm. if aliens, and extraterrestrial beings not of this planet do exist and they are traveling here they're already not one percent they're like six seven hundred percent of us so the fact yeah so the fact of the matter is it doesn't really matter how much more intelligent they are Mm -hmm. they are Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. if they have the ability Mm -hmm. to come here then they are far more but do we have the ability to go there and have we had the ability to go there and that's been behind the scenes as well because there has been a few reports of that and i'll give you a classic one um Neil Armstrong was doing a, uh, mm-hmm. an interview, a TV interview mm-hmm. regarding traveling to the moon. Mm-hmm. And he said Mars. Mm-hmm. He didn't say the moon. He said Mars. And he was corrected by the interviewer. And, yeah. the, and he says, no, we've been to Mars. Hmm. 
No, I wouldn't be surprised. Like you definitely, there's always going to be parts of the government or military that aren't going to be disclosed to the population. Obviously, because it's, you know, human struggles and all the rest of it. And, you know, the, the like we're not supposed to know power. what we're fully capable of. And I think there's there's a tier system of intelligence that is accessible to people. Like the higher up you are in a government or within a special organization, the more information you have accessible. Mm-hmm. But if you're just the regular Joe Schmo, you're not going to have... Who is Joe? He's a good guy. I he like seems him. like a nice guy. Okay. Yeah. But you're not going to have that same level you're of access. You're not going to have the same access. So but the fact of the matter is a lot of these whistleblowers, as you call them, are all government officials. They and were not, ex-government officials. And, yeah. and we're not talking low end. We're talking like ministers of defense. And we're talking about people who are in charge of massive parts yeah. of the military and of the government, essentially. Yeah. So these whistleblowers, like, they all can't be cray-cray. Mm. Like, let's put that out there. Yeah, You know, once or twice, you could sort of go, well, these people are crazy. But these are diverse people who are certified and, how would you say, academically mm-hmm. uh, intelligent people. Yeah. So, you know, they're not, they're physicists, they're theologists, they're astrophysicists. Mm-hmm. And they're intelligence officers. Yeah. So these aren't people that are like, as you say, Joe Smo run of the mill. These are top end individuals and they're all whistleblowing. They can't all be wrong. Mm-hmm. So at what point do we turn, do we turn around and say... What do we say, do with that information? Like, exactly. So that's here's the point. thing. So the government goes, okay, so we have these aliens that, or these extraterrestrial beings that have been in communication with us for hundreds of years and... Now you don't. Like, what do you want? What do you want to do with that? My, my, my issue is my issue with that is there is documentation that goes back thousands of years, mm-hmm. not hundreds of years or decades. We're talking thousands. Sumerians, ancient Egyptians, the Incas, the Mayans. Yes, like they're, they're, you know the the, the alien astronauts and the old gods. My point is, if they've always been there, mm-hmm. and if it was always used, why is it now in this timeline in this current? Uh, narrative is this being hidden in the first place you know yes i understand and i'm going to say Probably this and it, this is more controversial narrative. than the conversation we're having the controversial that is it doesn't suit the greedy it doesn't suit the greedy politicians it doesn't suit the one percent to know that there's external forces out there that are simpler and better for our earth they would rather destroy their earthly greed than they would to actually you know share the knowledge of these amazing technologies Mm -hmm. because quantum physics quantum uh, propulsion systems plasmatic propulsion systems all these things that are there is stuff out there Mm -hmm. like they could change the way we live today and live in a safer better environment yeah but what is the cost because you can't expect these things to just offer these things and get nothing in return Absolutely, I agree with that statement. But the fact of the matter is, the technology exists. Sure, absolutely. There's, there's, there's been technology that we've had, that we've figured out that has been suppressed. Mm-hmm. Zero point energy. You have yep. water fusion, which is basically a form of, it's it's a form of using hydro that is, is self propelling. Yep. So once you get it going, it doesn't stop, and that that's a form of energy. But none of this stuff is used. Because it's not profitable. It's not something that you can you can buy and then have to rebuy. It's something that is self sustaining and there's no profit in that. So it is to fit by definition then to appease the the greed of the one percent. Make the make the rich people richer and let the poor man get poorer. 
based on technology alone. Now we're not getting into, you know, we are talking about multiple aspects of aliens and UFOs and mm-hmm. UAPs and alien races and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is the technology that has been recovered, and I'm going, I'm air quoting here, folks. Yeah. My finger air quotes are up that have been recovered from these multiple crashes, just not in Roswell. That's just the famous ones. There was ones all over the world. There's Absolutely. been ones in Russia and Siberia and yeah. even in the Middle East and Far East. So there's been every continent. There's yeah, cases there's been cases of it. But the fact of the matter is, right? There is technology that has been that's used. been reverse engineered. Exactly. To our system. Absolutely. Well, that if you think about this massive boom in technology that we've had over the past. A hundred years. Not even. Not even. 50, 60, 70. Give it like 30 years. True say. Yeah, okay. Literally the past 30 years, there's been this compound effect of technology that... Where'd it come from? People... Exactly. Oh, well, that's what I said. Well, the thing is, is like even the internet, it was around before it became public, but it was used in FBI. FBI used the internet before it became a public domain. Mm-hmm. So they might have technologies already, but they don't know how to... In- implemented it within society or if they do implement it within the society it's going to cause massive issues and people are like it's going to shut down systems so do you not think right as 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 a taxpaying citizen yeah do you not think it's uh within your rights to find out where all your money's being spent yeah but no, i'm asking that as, a, as an open-ended optimistically question. yeah optimistically yeah optimistically <laughs> so ssps secret space programs black ops black mm-hmm. operations mm-hmm. anything that's for the defense of the, of the country mm-hmm. yes i know that there has to be a certain degree of anonymity in there because mm-hmm. for the simple reason you don't want whoever listening to your conversations and having that blah 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 stealing that bit of information but the fact of the matter is they're playing god yeah with the common workers money Absolutely. And that I don't agree with. If you're going to drop 20 billion mm-hmm. into, you know, random fucking SSPs, which mm-hmm. are secret space programs for the record, and black, uh, black operations and black programs, okay. we have a right to know at least what area that's been in. In my opinion, anyway. And that's an optimistic See, view. But the thing is, I don't think there's as many people interested. I think most people don't want to know about these things. People Why? want to feel safe. People want to feel like their government is protecting them. If they found out that their government is trying to interact with, like, basically aliens, mm-hmm. that they don't know what their intentions are or what they're capable of, people would want them to probably stop or either try and destroy them. We've always, whenever there's a threat or something that we don't know or can't control, we panic. I, I, I understand that, but we panic on the basis of what our political governments tell us. But if our political governments are sitting fighting wars mm-hmm. behind our backs using our money, we have a right to know where that ammunition is going to. Because we cannot continue to feed the ambitions of the 1% based on what they know and we don't. And what I'm saying is, it's kind of like, disclose it. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're there, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to us about it. Yeah. If we're asking questions, answer them. Yeah. And stop deflecting. If listen, the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter which way you approach this. You know, UFO, UAP, alien way. They're more advanced because they got here and we haven't. Mm-hmm. That we know of. Yeah. So but that's the thing. But just like there's, you know, it's a 
it's pretty good and bad okay <laughs> good and bad you know that's open to interpretation but i think in its root you know something is going to bring life or protect or destroy there's those two two polarities so if Jeez, that's no within us you, eh? what's that no gray area with you there it's either going to give you life or it's going to kill you no gray area. You don't get to live in between. I you're like either the born or you're dead. Not necessarily, but something is either going to build you and, and help you grow, or it's going to destroy you and help you deteriorate. But what if your own people are destroying you? Absolutely. That's another. That's so therefore, is that not a right? If you were, like, right, that that's play, you know, imaginative scenario time. Let's be really hypothetical. <laughs> you have the ability right now to go to the moon. The moon has a moon population of, say, one million people. Mm -hmm. You know that they're messing themselves up. You have the knowledge to say, listen, if you do this, this, and this, that will sort out all them problems. Would you not do it? Okay. Am I speaking from me or from a corporate perspective? No, those from are you. Two completely different. Things. No, because the corporation is funded by the public, and the public has voice. Sh public should have a voice, although they don't use it. Here's the issue with. Answer the question. I would. I would help them. Yes. So why 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 are we questioning when an alien wants to do the same thing? Because they might have ulterior motives. So just you, like why why do. would you help them? or one million people. Well, to help the, the, uh, the but, expansion of humanity. So what if their expansion of humanity is the same thing? Why why can't why are we automatically? But here's assuming? the thing: is what is, what is their perspective of what expansion of humanity is? Expansion of humanity could be, you know, we we clone humans now, or we insert a specific microchip that makes everybody think a specific way. There's so many different ways to see what is expansion of humanity. Yes, but it's not a very cut and dry way of looking at. I something. agree with that. Again, devil's advocate. I like, yeah. yeah. So there isn't a cut and dry variation. So why are we automatically assuming the worst? Because that's our nature. We have to know. But it's not our nature. It's not our nature. Our nature is to be logical by definition. That's why we're 1% more intelligent than monkeys because we use mathematical logic to sort out issues. Mm -hmm. We do not work solely on emotional response. So the logical application of everything that we've learned and everything we've evolved should allow us to look at that stoically and without a specific emotional pattern. By definition of using your own words against you. Okay, so what happens though when <laughs> That was me slapping we... myself folks. Twice, because I was really interested. So myself. what happens though when, let's say let's say we do have a, a species that comes to Earth. Draconians. And let's, says, let's just throw a name out there. Oh, that's a whole other ball game, bro. You think draconians are good? I don't think, think they're a benefit to humanity. I don't think any. What if there's an alien species that comes to Earth and they eat humans? What is do that, you do then? Well, what's the difference in a human eating a human? Is that not cannibalism? Yeah, but that's different. I'm How's that different? About, I'm How's talking different? about a predatory species that comes to Earth and intentionally wants to destroy humanity. Well, apparently, according to reports, that's already been on the go for a long time. For sure. And to save you, you make an agreement with them while they take care of the rest. Exactly. So skinwalkers, Woo, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> skinwalker farm, look it up, folks. But that's the, like, it's there's so much to wrap your head. To it's make. so much. There's so much in this subject matter to wrap your head around. Absolutely. Like we could literally talk about this for five hours straight and never get near this. We have before server. too. <laughs> I know we have. We've talked about this for hours and hours and hours now, and yeah. that's why I said it's better just to get this down in one of them rambling sort of podcasts to see how weird we are. Yeah.
Because we have some weird stuff. We go from transcendental meditation. Very mind, but yeah, I have I've experienced things in my younger years that have. Do you mind sharing what you've experienced? experienced? Oh. No. Okay. Well, I'll experience nothing I, that. I, I will that doesn't make me seem woo too woo woo. If I'm not already too woo woo. You are Bob the Bald Butter who floats as you talk on this mic. Mm, yes. You're weird as hell. Indeed. Anyway, I did have an experience about three years ago. Yeah. And my experience was very different. Yeah. It literally was like a cigar, silver cigar that floated in the sky. And I got it on camera. Nice. And I have a good camera. Yeah. Well, for me, it was more so part of my awakening process was having this access to these things like I before I had no access and then when I was tuned but it was not tuned through let's say Reiki it was tuned through frequency healing okay and when that opened me up that's when I started never did it before but started drawing beams started drawing coordinates started writing different languages and then hearing things and my dreams and having things told to me in my head and then them happening or and then it gets weird because like I had some bad experience in the process as well of course it was almost like I was overly receptive and when that receptivity was too much there was like a counteraction or some other force that counteracted what was going on so if you had if you were in charge of the entire thing right now I've also had marks on my body I've had things marked on my body i've had dreams of things happening and then when i wake up i have marks on me so there's things like that that have also happened but you can't tell people these things no because it's like you're a whack going job. To the loony bin. yeah the loony bin's a good place i've been there no i haven't <laughs> literally only joking. don't put that out there it's loony it's loony enough in this shop without any spats but yeah. <laughs> wow ideal ideal world ideal world right yeah you were in control of this whole operation of the whole game the whole game of disclosing information would you there's a question that's a question would you tell people I think I would want to know yes but the question is you can tell people but what does it mean usually when something is disclosed is disclosed there's some sort of action plan that comes up next or there's something to say don't worry you're safe we have this under control but if you but when you when you open up the world to hey we're floating on a ball in space and there's millions of other species around us that are that are aware of our existence absolutely ironic or stupid to think that in the vastness of our universe that we are the only living entities is a, a thought process that literally is sheep minded we are on it's, a big rotating a raft traveling through a, a spiral mind. of space at 75,000 kilometers an hour and you're telling me that we're the only humans or sorry the only species or race in the entire universe no we're definitely not because like if you look at our planet there's millions of different types of life forms just on this rock alone and millions we haven't even investigated yet absolutely there's some that we have no clue about yet Mm -hmm. Or we do have a clue about, but we haven't disclosed about them. And that's where you can get cryptoids. Yeah. You know? But... We know more about the cosmos than we do about our own oceans. Just random side note. 5% is what they say we know. Mm -hmm. Now, 
if that's true, that's a whole other thing because maybe they don't want us to know what's actually in the bottoms of our oceans. Atlantis. Uh, <laughs> Sank Atlantis. in the big flood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like there's, it's a tough one because there's, there's definitely a lot of evidence to, to back, you know, abduction stories. Um, yeah, there's, I, I, there's I, I, whole I, branches of government that are, that have basically classed identified different species of aliens that are out there like there's groups that have have come forth to the government saying hey these are all the species of alien intelligence that we know of outside of earth but they don't do anything about it yeah so even if they do do something about it how would that change that would change everything because the paradigm that we live in right now is that we live on a rock we we are just learning about what we're capable of and we're slowly advancing. We're not technically slowly advancing, but we're advancing our technologies and our understanding of what's out there. And if you just throw in, oh, by the way, we, we're a part of like a galactic group that is in control of our solar system and galaxy. And if we don't obey what they say, we're, they're going to blow up our planet. Yeah, well, gonna wipe yeah I understand, you know, it, it, when you put it so bluntly and frankly like that, that doesn't come across really good. And I get that. However, devil's advocate, we have been slowly mass programmed through TV, Hollywood and programming mm-hmm. to know that that is, is, is a possibility. Yeah. Yes. And even if you look at. And you're right. There could name be drop, good aliens out there. There's Absolutely. plenty of there's, them. There's, there's plenty of documentation about, even. Yeah. Even from the ancient scrolls and the the, you know the the entire Sumerian culture and Mayan mm-hmm. cultures came from these sky gods, yeah, who literally walked the earth, who did have different names. Some were reptilian, some with other variations, and there's documentation, mm-hmm. and pictorial documentation to prove that. Anki and Unreal in Sumeria and yep. all the similarities right throughout the ancient world, and let's face it, the ancient world who actually were interacting openly with these deities for the want of a better term we're more advanced we're a hell of a lot more advanced than we are today like we are technologically advanced but we are not as uh, on a biological level as advanced as them they're using that's f- what's happening right now is is we're we're advancing technologically but not on a human level but it should be the other way around in my business i agree but that and that's but that's the thing so humans have been around even that that in of itself if me giving a number for how long we've been around is questionable like it could be a couple thousand years it could be a millions of years we don't fully oh yeah know. there's a whole lot of different things that i can you throw know? into the mix but, just a rabbit hole but as you go back you realize we've had so many different civilizations all in different forms of advancements mm-hmm. so maybe there was a time where a, a, a race came down that interacted with humans and gave them the tools to know create a civilization but it when they created themselves they they developed in a specific trajectory whereas right now our trajectory seems to be technologically based instead of you know working with earth energies or finding natural i agree with that but if you actually look at the first intervention that we can see documentation on that that i know of anyway there's probably a hell of a lot more out there Mm -hmm. Uh, look at the ancient sumerians yeah. They, they brought governments, they brought monetary system, they mm-hmm. brought uniform writing, they brought all the things that we're commonly using today. Mm-hmm. So their technology might have been different, mm-hmm. but we haven't really developed past them baseline instructions. 
So we still use technology. We still use you know hierarchical forms, and we still use um, certain aspects of agriculture systems and technology systems that were given. And I'm using that term very loosely, air quotes again. Back at the time of Sumeria, that's what four and a half, five thousand years ago. Yeah. So yes, our baseline technology has advanced, mm -hmm. right? So computing, even this podcast, everything about this podcast, and sharing this information is all done through technological advancements within this past four, four ten, yeah. fifteen, twenty years. Yeah. However, the baseline is we're becoming more reliant on the fantastical idea of technology than what technology actually is. Technology is meant to benefit people. Mm -hmm. This support. technology, you know, support and benefit. Yeah. But if you look at 90% of the technology out there, it is to segregate people mm. and to misinform people and to, to create conspiracy theories mm. and spin them to such a degree where they become so fantastical that nobody believes them. But like if you if you, if you look at the even the story of magic, yeah, a magical perception. If you look into the old uh, magical lineages, they all are the same. They all produce these really concise and simple ways of manifestation, intention manifestation, instantaneously. Mm -hmm. uh, and now everything's been so bastardized that we we're expecting these huge, big, massive fucking fireballs coming out of our hands and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but the fact of the matter is that it the it's the disinformation since the evidence is so profound mm -hmm. that it cannot be held by two or three people it, it it really is this one percent mindset and i don't like that i don't like that oh you have two trillion in your bank account okay we'll give every person on the planet a billion and nobody will have strife anymore but actually like it's it's jeff bezos gave up yeah we literally it was 100 billion dollars it was 184 billion if you give Eight billion dollars. Everybody would have a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Everybody, and he'd still have a hundred and sixty billion dollars for himself. But that's not how the world works, and that's the thing is. But like, why I, should Jeff Bezos and why should these people have more right to what's done and the knowledge that they've returned based on monetary hierarchy? Because some of the most impressive, the most imaginative. The most creative, and in my place, in my opinion, the most intelligent people I've ever had the the blessing grown into came from nothing, had nothing. Yeah. Materialism meant nothing. Yeah. But these people are based in materialism for the future on my behalf. Mm -hmm. So if they are inter, you know, interacting with these superior alien races, if they are dealing with these UAP and back engineering, they're doing this on my behalf. And I don't like that mm. because I did not vote for you to go behind my doors and talk to an alien race on my behalf. Who the hell are you to represent me? And that's why I get really frustrated over that angle when it comes to this. Because no matter which way you look at it, if this is happening and there is integration and uh, between races and cloning and all that stuff that there's millions of conspiracy theories out there, why does that one person get to talk to that individual without my input because, because what i want for the have, future <clears throat> they've created something that millions if not billions of people are using and because of that they have the data they have the data to back up who's buying what who's buying it when why they're buying it where they're buying it 
and it's they have the information. So information is key. Absolutely, it always has been, and that's why so data not, collection from third not parties who is you essential. Know, it's what you know. Yeah, but these but nerds can't. that run the internet, <laughs> they have all the they have all the power because they have all the data. So then they also have the power to tell the truth instead of defacing it. But they're nerds; they don't tell the truth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's so bad. Retract that statement right now. I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> well, then don't retract it. You're the one that get the back. No, I know, I know. But to define a nerd, somebody who's totally obsessed with them to certain points. So it was Jeff Bezos, not a business nerd. Oh, for sure. But he's done the work. Did he do? He has. I know, like, from historically, he's been working on this from the beginning. And I think he first started it off, in not just Amazon, it was PayPal. He was the one that created PayPal. That was Elon Musk. Elon Musk created PayPal. Okay, well, he and had another one. He did something else. But he the, started the, off in but a the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter who the hell these people are. They're still humans, and they have no right to bargain my life and my rights on my planet with another race. I don't give a shit. But the issue is, is that we we gave that opportunity up when because it, it's a hierarchy. It's always been a hierarchy. But see my point? We live in a bureaucracy. If, if everybody was equal, this would not be an issue. But if everybody... We would not be it, living this way. But we wouldn't... If we all stood together as a collective voice, there wouldn't be a hierarchy. But that's why there's... That's why this misinformation is so key to keep things as they are. Mm-hmm. You keep people in their different compartments of their beliefs and what they are interested in and what, what interests them so that they have their own personal bubbles. If everybody had the same bubble, we would all be on the same page. But we don't have one bubble. We have hundreds of millions of bubbles that are interesting to people from all walks of life. There's no one way. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're so... We're... we're, I don't want to say fragmented, but to some degree there is a disconnect because there's so many ways to look at one thing yeah the stoic mindset's a beautiful thing but it's also a curse so the other way would be you know have ai take over have ai ai take over and govern us there's one guy that i i read i actually did a we went a from ufos to ais in one convo that's this well they're two. very similar if you really think about it there could be a ai intelligence that's already out there that intentionally brought its technology to us you never know Touche. Okay. All right. I'll let that slide. Yeah. Um, but his name was Jacques Fresco. And he created, if I can remember this, his project. I did a whole thing on it. Essentially, he had this theory of how to, to equally disperse all the Earth's resources using a AI intelligence that basically all world governments would listen to, feed it all the struggles that we have and it would calculate it and explain how to deal with it mm-hmm. he's created it's called the venus project that's what it's called the venus project it actually has a place that they're setting up off of they have it in florida for yes i know been about it for a very long time yep i used to do this way back in college like, oh my gosh yeah I've been, over 10 I, years ago i've been doing a lot of research on the venus project very neat mm-hmm. very neat stuff but Where that was how much theory. brain power you have not how much money you have mm-hmm so it's a, one of the, the most advanced think tanks on the planet, I think. So it's not just uh, how much brain power you have. From my understanding of it, it was almost like a you would you would be given jobs that 
whatever robots or machines couldn't do, you would do, but they also look at what your skills and abilities are. And AI would give you a list of options as to what would best suit you. So that was the other aspect of it. So then you also have to think, are you, are you living a life or are you being told how to live your life? If we're not already See, and that's told. the thing. No matter which way you look at this, there's going to be a positive and negative, depending Always. on your interpretation, the way you're looking at it. Same as the whole UFO and UAP and all, all the, everything that we're sort of chatting about right now. There's yeah. always going to be a, a positive. There's also going to be a negative, and there's always going to be a gray area. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I don't like, like you said. You know, uh, am I being told how to live my life? What's the difference in everyday life right now? We're we're told we can't go out. We're told we can't socially gather. We're told we have to wear masks. We're told we have to do this. We we're told to do that. But it's been like that for for generations. Yeah. So yes, the pandemic and and that aspect is more severe. And when we take it into the subject matter, they're actually talking with these uh, potential uh, out of world mm-hmm. entities taking over and being controlled. There's no difference in the control. It's just a face change, to my, in my opinion, anyway. You know, the same restrictions with that could be asserted within a, a government. Yeah. It could be an alien government or it could be a human government. It mm-hmm. could be a fucking chimpanzee government. There's still rules. There's still regulations. You're still yeah. going to have to, you know, you're still going to have to follow them. So here's and a question. We don't really have any control of either. Like, we don't have control of who these, I'm going to use a very weird term here, these alien overlords are. Mm-hmm. Or we don't have control of the government. We vote people as representatives in government and they do what they freaking want anyway. So they don't really, we don't really have control no matter what we do. Yeah. And if that is the fear of the release or disclosure of information because these beings are of high entity or of high power, it makes no difference, in my opinion. Because either way, we're not in control. Well, for for however many hundreds of years now, we've been told that we are the dominant species. But we're not. Well, that's the thing. Is we that are the dominant cancer on this earth. That's the only dominant. Thing that's a very are. pessimistic way to look at it. No, but, but we yeah. are. We, we, we literally go through life utilizing resources that don't need to be resourced. We have solar power. We have wind wind power we have hydropower but i don't think we we're all like that power. i think that's that's what's being pushed because that's what makes profit but if profit was not an issue i don't think that we are inherently meant to be a cancer on the earth i could agree with that statement to a degree okay what's the degree the degree is that it doesn't because we aren't in control of the outcome mm-hmm. we are we are using more fossil fuels than what's necessary when, when there's plenty of renewable power out there that's but not I mean, being that taken into consideration that's starting to be pushed now like i mean electric cars are now becoming a a forefront even though it was being promoted almost 20 30 years ago that they were trying to bring these things out but electric cars are right now but the technology to make them and for the battery power uses up more consumption of fuel emissions than than it does to actually run a petrol car correct and that's why zero point energy would change the whole thing but hydrotherapy or hydro cars hydrotherapy hydro cars solar cars all these solar cars there's there's tons of options but But that's what i'm saying if if, if you actually use this uh, in, in a positive light and not through one of potential fear there's so many more things that could happen for us and so much more evolution that could do so we if we weren't humans are just a bundle of potential but based off of how we're conditioned and programmed and prompted we lose our potential because we we fill our heads with what we can't do instead of what we can do 
I agree with that. Because we're constantly told what we can't do and what we have to do or should do. Or there's always a narrative, no matter what age you are, what demographic you are, there's always a narrative for that general group. So unless you can find a way to break yourself away from what is being what you're being told you have to do, what else are you supposed to do than kind of go with what's happening? It's tough because unless you can completely disconnect yourself from everything going on around us, you're stuck in it. It's almost like a current that you're being forced to, to go down along with. You can fight the current and try and swim upstream, but in the long run, you're going to pay the consequence. You're going to become exhausted from it, and you're eventually just going to go with the flow anyway. So what's the point? What's the point? Right? Of, what's the point of arguing? What's the, what's the point of debating? The point, the, the, the statement that you said about it, we are exponentially potentious, uh, or, or we got full of potential, sorry, mm-hmm. is, a, is a great statement. And it's actually one of the adages that I've made, I found everyone is gifted, but if you open their boxes. Mm-hmm. Here's the facts. It's a lot easier if a lot of people are running against those or running upstream mm-hmm. than one or two. True. The problem, or people work together to go upstream. And that's what I'm trying to say. You know, if we, if we came together as a single voice, we could get disclosure and all this sort of stuff with mm-hmm. the UAPs and aliens. We could get disclosure on all these um, alternative energy sources that are out there. And we could do, we could have a voice where we actually have a say in what's mm-hmm. going on instead of feeling that we're just a number on a mm-hmm. wheel in a rat wheel. You know, send numbers and yeah. uh, national insurance numbers yeah. and all these. All, that's what you are. You, that's your ID tag to say, listen, you are this and you're from here and you're going to do this. And mm-hmm. we're going to charge you for doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's all that is. Yeah. But it's no different if that's a human being doing it, a chimpanzee or an alien. And I, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know. We're, we're, one one quote that I remember from. This is a very rebellious side of me, but wow. the movie... I know, right? Huh. That's rebellious. Oh, rebellious. Um, v for Vendetta. I don't know if Great you Great movie. Phenomenal movie. There's one quote. Who, that, who's in Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman, yeah. She was Eve amazing. Eve Hammond. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, yeah. Um, well, you would know that. <laughs> anyway. But no, um, V or Guy Fox, as they say, specifically reminds her of the issue with when government thinks that they can control people when the reality is that people control the government. That's the same quote that comes from the ants. Yeah. You remember the movie The Ants? We need to keep them quiet and distract them because if they actually knew mm-hmm. how, how much a voice was, they would overthrow us. Yeah. But, but here's the thing is now that now that uh, internet or social media is so accessible, what's it's happening now is it's also being, yes, it's also being censored mm-hmm. and you can only say so much. And now that we live in a pandemic lifestyle where you can't necessarily go out and just talk to people whenever you feel like it, but instead what you're essentially forced to do now if you ever want to be heard is follow specific guidelines as to what it is you can say and can't say. And that's a great form of control. That is a great way to to limit people's perspectives on things because you're only following a specific way or or um, understanding of how you can speak and what you can speak sheep mindset but it's fear-mongering again right still comes down into that fear-mongering variance where you don't feel you have a voice but if you actually knew you had a voice and yeah a lot of people got behind you you could make a difference yeah i don't want to 
by any means condone a revolution of any sort but at the same time I think it's what needed on a, on a global level we need to revolt against the, the opinions the mindsets of, of the few to get information not just on like on you know these really how would you say conspiracy style mindsets but our mindset as a whole we need to be able to express ourselves as individuals as collectives as a group without segregation without fear-monging and the only way to do that is for everybody just to stand up on one thing mm -hmm. just one thing and come together as a voice mm -hmm. and if you can do that even for just one item it makes the next item a whole lot theirs well you have <laughs> you know like because now these days i'm being a little bit of a pessimist but no no these days when it comes to even protests protests are now being regulated you can only you know go at a specific time you have to book it with a city you have to everything is is organized and under some form of control there's no spontaneity anymore everything like everything is so you're saying we go v for vendetta <laughs> is that what you're saying i said no such thing but that's the sort of thing that you need. It needs but to be an yeah. underground spontaneity. What are we supposed to do? But that's the problem. When everything's being policed and everything's being governed, I'm sure that even this podcast is going to be policing government because we're setting some con con controversial stuff here. Okay? A little bit. But at the same time, the voice still has to be clear and concise. If, if more people want it than don't want it, it has to become fact. Mm -hmm. And we're at a stage, I think, in our human evolution, and our mental evolution and our social narratives and our I'm going to say intergalactic narratives mm -hmm. where we need to have a singular voice on any subject I don't care if it's make all post-its in yellow I'm not condoning post-its or advertising them for the record but we need to come together for something small in order so people get to know okay we do actually have a voice here we've no belief Mm -hmm. that we have a voice mm -hmm. and that's why we're continually feeling oppressed yeah and it's not about you know black oppression or asian oppression or you know it's not about that human beings as a collective are being oppressed by their governments yeah and then them governments if we're to believe these conspiracies and a lot of these uh i would say fantastical alien conspiracies they're under control Mm -hmm. by an external force so here's a curious question if we were to hop back into aliens for a second so let's say you wanted to either contact an extraterrestrial or you're channeling an extraterrestrial mm -hmm. okay so obviously like you know some good aliens might be you know Palladians or Octarians or Andromedans whatever they may be how do you know how do you know what this entity's intention is because because they they can very easily blanket themselves as some high divine spiritual being that is here to help you with your ascension when in fact they're they're not doing anything like that it could Absolutely. be a smoke screen but i agree with that statement however if we go back to one of our uh, questions that come up with one of our other podcasts if you're connected to a higher purpose a higher dimensional being or if you're connected to a higher spirit it will have an emotional attachment mm-hmm so if the emotional attachment, if you follow your intuition wholeheartedly, you will know instantly whether that's a good connection. Any person who does spiritual mediumship, any person who does uh, spiritual channeling knows when something feels right. Yeah. Because you, you can mask the face, but you can't mask the energy. And energy. the message, essentially. Too. Exactly. 
So you, you know, that's where you trust your gut. Mm-hmm. But my gut's saying that a lot of the time our governments are worse off than the entities that are trying to connect us. Hmm. They're worse off. They're worse mm-hmm. people. Well, you gotta ask yourself. We use the term government, but normally our governments are just being purchased by corporations. They're oh, usually you that's know, lobbyists. Idea. Lobbyists is a huge one, right? Mm-hmm. And that's usually you know we'll pay you, you know five five million dollars to push this specific item or stop things from going a specific way. Mm-hmm. So there's so much. It comes down there's to so greed, much. a man again though. The greed yeah. of a few. Is though it's what's actually stopping us policing or being, you know, how would you say, and what's yeah, policed into a certain mindset that we don't have a voice and we need to eradicate that. And then the truth is, we of need these to empower each in. other. Exactly, self empowerment. And then, with after self empowerment, empower the people around you. Before Absolutely. you know it, you'll grow a, a mindset that will allow people to understand that if they put a collective mindset, even a small collective, four, five, six people, you can't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the six. It, it's too six much. It's, it's too much theory. Yeah, but it's too much of a defeatist attitude. Well, I'm only one voice. Yeah, but if one voice becomes two, two becomes six, six becomes forty. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you have a lot of voices. Yeah, and it's taken that first step. Yeah. So you know, even with even in this subject matter where we started off in aliens and went into corporations went into everything but the fact of the matter is it's all feeling that we don't have any power yeah. in our lives or any control we're just a number in a rat race mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is we can be so much more if we stand up and talk yeah. talk to each other firstly and then take them concerns yeah. to a government and when it comes to a chance to vote and this is getting slightly political. I don't vote. And here's why I don't vote. Because I personally feel it doesn't make a difference. Mm. Now, a lot of people are just going to say that's a total contradiction to what you just said with talking to each other and making a difference of voice. My opinion, and it's always been since I was at the legal age of voting, way back in the UK and Ireland, that the positions and the fix- and the politicians were predetermined before the even vote was announced. Mm. And I don't believe in the political system because I believe it's corrupt to corporations. Mm. That's my my true belief and that's why I don't vote. Mm. But if I'm going to get behind somebody, and there's been plenty of candidates that I have wanted to back and I have went out and I have voted in that time mm-hmm. to to not be a hypocrite, to actually say, right, I, will, I believe in this person, I'm going to give you my vote. Mm-hmm. We need a candidate that is not... It's there for the benefit and the betterment of society and not for the betterment and benefit of their own pockets. But that's what they all preach. No, but we need that as a genuine person. We need our guts to believe that. We need our intuition to be screaming, yeah, that's the guy or that's the girl that's going to make a difference here. Mm-hmm. And the only way, like, for instance, if you look at the last um, two or three elections, I've yet to see one candidate lobby in my my. Oh, for sure. But yet they, they're disappointed when they don't get a vote. Mm-hmm. And when you need them, they're never there. Mm. When, like, during a pandemic, if anything comes up, they're never there. They're always, oh, well, we can't deal with that right now. We're dealing with this. Yes, this pandemic is... That's why community has been so helpful in the past, is when you can't rely on your government, you should be able to rely on those around you to support you and help you through your problems. But, but with with the division that's happening and the isolating that's happening, people don't know... Who their tribe is or what their community is. Their tribe. That's a great word. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because everybody should you know have who you're a tribe. Who, who's your tribe? Huh. You're, the you're part of my tribe. I, I'm part of your you're tribe. You're part of my tribe. Sweet. I got a couple people in my tribe that are... My tribe's very me. small. I have to very tell you. Very small tribe, but I love them all, and they care. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've heard the theory of, you know, this is almost the beginning of... Sorry to get all damper now after talking about community. But this is like the beginning of the end game, where... You know, the billionaires are racing to get into space and to leave the Earth to go to Mars right before things get really bad on Earth and they kind of leave everybody behind. That's one of the theories that has been around for a while but hasn't really Yeah, but if the billionaires them. piss off, they'll take their money with you. We don't have to worry about them and we can rebuild the Earth exactly the way it needs to be as a utopian mindset mm-hmm. where we do love each other, where we do help each other, where we do emotionally and if physically the earth is still in a healthy state yeah well the sooner they piss off the better it'll be <laughs> <laughs> sad as it is i'm not going to fluff that get up. off our rock yeah get, get off our rock get on your own if you want to mess it up go back to the planet you messed up before there's a weird theory random popped into my head what if adam and eve coming to earth was the last ex- existing two people being ejected from a destroyed mars and the impact of for the dinosaurs was actually on a space pod for them to come in here. The who? Adam and Eve. What was the last part? I, I missed that. So the impact of the dinosaurs, you know, the... The, the great, meteor, yeah. The meteor that hit, that was actually the space pod that come from Mars. Well, they would have had to stay in that space pod for another 200 years to deal with the fallout and every all the damage that was done to the, to the planet when the meteor hit. Right, because not it's not just the impact that killed the dinosaurs. It was the almost like a nuclear fallout that happens after, which is when all the dust debris rises into the atmosphere and basically blocks out the sun, and you have this ongoing winter, and that was a part of the that what killed the dinosaurs too. So this theory about Adam and Eve coming in a in a pod. It was just something that was a <laughs> random thing that I read. Like I was, I'm not really supporting that theory in any way. Yeah. But the way that you got so deep into that, I was like, I ain't gonna. This is good stuff. I'm not going but to. That's the reality of it, right? Because anything that anything with that much of an impact creates a a cloud of dust that snuffs out any ability for the sun to to reach the earth therefore causing an ice age therefore causing the ice age and that's but what if they were staying in the earth the whole time that small small golden (laughs) one you see there's so many different theories well the other thing you know there's uh, there's a archaeologist that i I read a book on it was called uh, we were never alone and he basically goes back and talks about uh, the reptilians that essentially came to earth and the reason that they came to earth was because they wanted to mine gold and the way for them to mine gold was using humans as the ones to harvest the gold for them. Um, what happened was, this was right before the flood happened. So these reptilians essentially selected a few primates that they saw that would be a benefit to them. Took them up, spliced them with the lesser version of them, which would be the greys almost. And once the flood hit, you know, they mentioned it to specific groups like Moses would have been one of them. And to, to collect a, the species of different groups with them on the planet at that time. And once the flood that was done... Been, that would have been Noah, not Moses. Just to you. correct you. My bad. Thank you. 
Noah is what I meant to say. Yes, Jesus. Appreciate that. Which they, which was another interesting because they actually found scientific Noah's evidence. boat. Yes. Which was another cool thing. They found it on like a mountain edge or something like that. That's exactly it was this, where it was supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it very well could have been that it was all orchestrated and that the idea of, of wiping out everything that was on the planet was to bring in a new paradigm. And why, why, why is this relevant to this conversation? I just thought I'd share that with you. Interesting. Okay. So that was another one of your rabbit hole moments. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm get that. You just have to get that off your chest. Well, if that's the case, then we have the Harp of the Seven Keys. We there have you all, go. We have Stargates that come into that. Absolutely. Astral, I mean, and then you get into the cloaking technology, like when you watch those paranormal videos. Half of those videos, I wonder if they're actually ghosts or if they're just aliens that are being caught on camera, either being cloaked. But see, or... here's the thing, right? It, it's not that it's essentially paranormal or alien to us, as you said, because technology advances, because there's every person and their dog has a damned cell phone with a camera. Mm-hmm. Every person's picking it up. This has been happening for generations. Yeah. The only difference is now there's more ability to capture it on camera. Mm. My thing is, right, here is my biggest pet peeve with okay. that angle of conspiracy theory. You have millions and millions and millions of differing technologies out there to improve camera focus video quality you know we're shooting in 8k 4k all that stuff mm-hmm. and that's just with our cell phone yeah how is it that every single person who videos an entity or anything on camera can never get it in focus hmm. with all these massive events like we literally talked about the advancements yeah. in technology how come, how come they're all blurry? The I have huge cameras. doesn't have blurriness. I've seen a couple that are not blurry at all. And those are the ones that I would generally believe in. Why? Because they're the ones that don't aren't pixelated to make it look like it isn't what it is. To play the advocate again, devil's advocate. Yeah. And the other thing could be that the whatever whatever this beam is could be giving off some sort of electromagnetic absolutely so if the emf field that's coming off a higher dimensional being that is within a specific ratio that means the entire device won't work not just the optics okay good point good point you know like if i'm sitting here and uh uh, an alien for Mm -hmm. the better term appears in front of me Mm -hmm. i'm expecting all this to turn off Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're EMF. They just shifted through a dimensional. Mm-hmm. They're now arriving a thing on our third dimension. It's usually like almost like a vacuum that drains exactly the power out of your exactly your, my point. So yeah. all these people that are filming these stuff mm-hmm. with all these, you know, all the I've got an iPhone this and I've got an Android that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, well, how the hell can you not focus? It has auto focus. Yeah, it's a big yellow square on the damn screen that follows the faces. Unless they're terrified and uh, the phone's shaking, you know? It's not always uh, Hollywood. It's still auto tracking. <laughs> yeah. And that's my point. I can usually, I usually call BS on a lot of these, uh, how would you say, sightings. Mm-hmm. If they're, it's out of focus and shaking. With all the technology that's out there, even somebody who's got a low end phone from like two or three years ago has still got 4K capability on that phone. That can shoot. Yeah. That can, you know, capture an image. But there are images that have been captured that are quite clear in, in how they look. I, and those are the ones I tend to believe. Yeah. That's my point. The ones that are generally wiped out, 
or you know pixelated slightly or slightly out of balance mm -hmm. those are the ones that i would usually call bs on because i'm like no with the technology that shouldn't happen if you are capturing an entity mm -hmm. or if you're capturing even a, a spiritual sprite or anything like that and it's good focus mm -hmm. like so the whole room's in focus and it's there mm -hmm. generally that's legit to me because it shows that there has been good focus there Mm -hmm. the problem is again then we're going through photoshop and all these different programs that actually elaborate in these things and highlight these things mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is if you're starting on a picture where it's focused mm -hmm. i have more likelihood to believe it another that's just me personally because i do computer graphics you yeah. know that yes i do uh, another interesting thing that i was thinking about was the whole concept of angels and demons what if those are some sort of higher interdimensional beings or extraterrestrial beings well that's the whole theology is is the the ancient aliens or ancient gods true so you know we, we're right back full circle there mm. Jeez, that was well done how'd you do that that's but right. anyway so we, <laughs> that's back into that theology so the the offspring mm -hmm. of them aliens would be the nephilim the nephilim you know yeah. the ancients of the wing now yeah but all all them different variants all come into play Mm. But again, it's conspiracy. Not conspiracy. I don't like using the word conspiracy. I know, and it's hidden. Do truths. we know where the word conspiracy came from? Do you know where it came from? I actually don't. I, I do. It's so actually <laughs> one of them words. You know what I like about terminologies? <laughs> to conspire means to go against. Correct. So the the term conspiracy theory was actually created from the FBI, or sorry, the CIA, as ah. a deterrent to basically what it is that so spin doctrine so anything that went against what was being said would fall under a conspiracy because so spin doctrine essentially yes so i didn't know what so it it's a military tactic to some degree so it's you know reverse psychology essentially lovely isn't it though conspire this these are all fake yeah so it's a lot of fun a lot of fun and so is our conversations in this store, as you can hear. <laughs> we go on wild tangent, folks. Like this, yeah. th these these chats go on for days. Oh yes. And then we'll give it up for like an hour to eight, and then we're back into a different one, <laughs> and we're into completely different tangent. Completely different. But tangents. anyway, that just proves how diverse our mindsets are. So if you've anything really diverse, absolutely, or anything you want to just ramble on about, come into yeah, the store. Sure. Email us at shinewavespiritual at gmail .com. We're on. We're now on TikTok. Yeah, oh. go us. We're on Twitter uh, at ShineWaves one one one. See how long that lasts. No, <laughs> Touche. That'll probably go after some of these podcasts. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're also on Instagram and we're on Facebook. So Absolutely. there's loads of different ways you can contact us. So if you've got any questions, drop them in or Absolutely. come in for a chat with us. We'd like that more. Yeah. Just, unfortunately, we'll have to wear masks. Blah 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 blah. But either way. You can give in and have a chat with us. Yes. Or even during one of our live podcasts. Oh, absolutely. During our lives. They're more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. So, is that us? I'd say that is us. All right. Bye for now.